Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. I did not wake up the house. I did not destroy computers. But it got to be, it, it was freaking me out. So yesterday we didn't have a show because of some kind of repeating issue. Which they tried to say, well, that might be, you know, because somebody might have been on your network. Blah, blah. I'm like, nobody's on my fucking network. What is wrong with your product? So then I go this morning. My usual, I slept in a little bit. I was feeling weird. I I, I woke up dizzy. And I, it was kind of cool, too. I was like, ooh, I remember this. Um, And I, I woke up, and I was like, oh, all right, I'll stay in bed for a little bit longer. Stayed in bed till about, I don't know, 7.15 my time. And I got up. And I came in to start putting the show together. And do we have a show for you today, people? Uh, the first thing I usually do is I go to, I, I have a launch pad. I have a Mac that I, I play the computer. I the, use the show. The, the Mac is for the show. I really, and and websites stuff. That's it. We, we play the show on the Mac on there. Hardly any music gets played. A little bit of editing gets done on the Mac, but this is the show computer. I have a MacBook that plays all the music, plays all the sound effects, all the wackiness, all that kind of good stuff, right? Split screens, I got sound effects on one screen, music on another screen. Now, on the Mac, though, I have the Mixler board, and I can see all what you're writing, and I can see the levels and things like that, making sure I'm still on. But the button down below on the launch pad for Mac, or for, or for Mixler, it had a question mark inside. I click and a question mark popped up. There's like, there's no application here. And I'm like, well, fuck that shit. So I, I go to Mixler. I, I'm still in their good graces. I'm trying to figure this shit out. Finally, after about 40 minutes, I finally figured out I need to find that fucking app to put back on my launch pad. And it's not in the app store. So I had to go there their website again. Find it, finally, dis- and and look, I was changing other stuff. That's why it said something different this morning. Look, we, we got through it. We, we got through it, and we're not skipping. We're not repeating. 
That's all that, that, that I'm happy. I am very, very happy right now. So let's see. Uh, first one here. It looks like uh, looks like Braddy Kid was first one here. She she got in real early. Uh, uh, oh wait, we gotta do this since I, I'm all messed up today. Oh my lucky stars! The one and only Braddy Kid, first one here. Oh, those guys are fast. Yeah. All right. I hope you have a spectacular day today. Hangtown Jen is in the house. She says, morning ass, time to learn some Chinese. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? In Chinese. Are you kidding me? In Chinese. This is tough. I, uh, one more time, maybe. Are you kidding me? In Chinese. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Are you kidding me? I'll just stick with that one. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. Hopefully there's no skipping work today. Hopefully not. No. Uh, Andrew says, good morning, ass. Battleborn in Nebraska says, good morning, ass family. Hopefully no skipping today. Happy Taco Tuesday. Straight Fire says, dear Mixler, stop being a whore and do your fucking job. The only Christmas tree I put up was the Charlie Brown tree, uh, but the stocking's up. Maybe today the big tree. Oh, we can only hope. So it says, good morning, ass family. Echo, save the whales. I hope that problem is solved. Yes, I hope it is, too. Scott says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Let's do have a full day of ass. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Hey, on this fine Tuesday, it's time for Wimpy to pay up. So that's new when logging into Arnie on Mixler, where it usually says on air, off air, it says the next show. I don't know why that did that. It, it probably won't do that again. We'll see. The Mixler app on my phone looks the same, but the page on my computer is very different. Well, I changed the color. I did that. Didn't really mean to, but I changed the color. It's supposed to be more burnt orange now, I guess. It still looks the same on my end. All I'm happy about is it's working. Uh, Gold says, good morning, y'all. No skippy, skippy, yes. So nice to hear your voice not skipping. Sounding great today. Thank you. Uh, that makes sense. Apple products. Put it in a blender and make apple juice. Droid Windows DL 2024. Speaking of waking up the house, one of us left the house at 6 a.m. and forgot to turn off the alarm before she opened the door. Whoops, a daisy. That's never fun. I did that at my sister's house once. I didn't know they had a house alarm, and I went outside to get the morning paper. I thought I was being, you know, good. I was a little kid. Go out the door, fucking alarm starts going off, fucking mayhem, craziness. I didn't know they had a, a house alarm. And then they yelled at me. I was like, well, I was getting the newspaper for Dad. I get yelled at a lot by my family for no reason. By the way, did anybody get to see the asshole taken out by the uh, Rams players last night? Some idiot decided they were going to run on the field, and they had, like, these smoke canisters, and they're running out the... Uh, they're wearing righttorescue.com shirts, uh, the organization uh, said both Fluffy and Taylor were cited. Yeah, good, yeah. And they got fucking cloud by players. I was glad the players fucking took them down. Don't do that shit on our field. You pieces of garbage.
Damn it, Arnie, no. Yeah, I thought that was my name for a long time. Side note, alarm works, and it wakes up the whole house real quick, so we're safe. Good. In person, right on my seats is where uh, Wagner hit his, hit his stupid ass. Nice. Security did a better job tackling the Rams' defense. Well, I do see that, and my, my record uh, went to prove it since the Rams decided not to show up last night. Niners got the win, making me 11-5 and for the week. Joe also 11-5 and for this week. Yankees beat the Rangers last night. God dang it. Come on, Rangers. Just don't give up number 62. Don't be, don't be the guy. Please don't be the guy. There's all kinds of weird shit happening today. So we're, we're going to uh, go around and, and do some of this. Now, look, look here. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure some things out. Best hit of the lambs all night. Niners. A California high school cancels its football season after a deeply offensive and disgraceful video emerged of team members acting out a slave auction of their black players. Holy shit! Look <laughs> at them donuts! Um, um, hey, dummies. Hey, dummies. Who thought this was ever going to be a good idea? Members of the high school football team at River Valley High School had the rest of their season canceled after a deeply offensive and disgraceful frat boy-style prank happened when they were auctioning off black players on the team. Now look here, I'm all for fun and games and wackiness and, and zaniness and, <laughs> and creativity, but redoing a slave auction is never okay. We can go to the doubleheader and maybe witness history. No shit. The players say it was a joke. They intended no harm, but the fact is that it's not only harmful, it's disgraceful. Reenacting the slave sale as a prank tells us we have a great deal of work to do with our students. Look, I, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not one for being a, a, a presentism or, or dealing with presentism, but we all got to agree. Is the auction okay if the proceeds go to reparations? Why did the players let that happen? That would have been a fight here. Oh, God almighty. I don't know. I, I, I honestly... I'm surprised any of them white players got any teeth left from not getting knocked the fuck out. Anyone else force their parents of black students uh, insisting their kids deserve to play? Just white kids should be punished. Will we ever be able to just have fun with it? Probably not. Probably not. Unless you're black. Then you can have fun with it. If you're Dave Chappelle, you can make fun of it. If you're Chris Rock, you can make fun of it. Otherwise, stay away from it. Um, (laughs) 
they're working in earnest to identify lessons and programs to help the student body learn. When students find humor in something that's so deeply offensive, it tells me we have the opportunity to help them expand. Well, now, okay, all right. Now now you're getting the comedy side of me in. Now you're getting the side of me that's coming in saying, okay. Is it wrong to find humor in slavery? The answer is no. I mean, look, look, this is the thing. Do you want to live in that world, swoosh, where Key and Peele do a bit too? And I've seen their bit, and it's pretty funny. Um, look, it, we, if you get caught doing something, th- th- this is what I, I, I'm here to say. I'm not going to judge you for what you think is funny or isn't funny. Y- you can have a take on this that might be hilarious. Uh, just to fight another day, I try to stay away from this kind of stuff. Earlier this year in North Carolina, middle school held a mock slave auction and white students pretended to sell black kids for $350 while singing the N-word. Um, let's see. Uh, were they really auctioning off the black kids, or were they auctioning off the talented ones, more like the NFL draft? That's partly why I talk crap about the 19 minutes, and the only thing I can. Uh, I want us to be able to laugh about anything. Best part about slavery was slave fathers couldn't run away. Oh, Jesus. Um, look, look, in my world, you can joke about anything. You could joke about aborted fetuses in my world. You can joke about slate. Look, I'm going to go ahead and and give in to the fact why I know why these kids got, got kicked out of school. This is bad. This is bad optics. When we talk about optics and weird shit like that, that's what this is. This is just all bad optics. It's never good to have a fake slave auction. Just saying. My bad to assume that there was a legal defense of their stupidity. Well, I imagine there is like a legal defense for their stupidity. They're, they're kids. And I didn't see anything where a lot of people were uh, were protesting this. I think they got caught. I think this was something that happens, and they got caught for doing it. And since they got caught, they're in trouble. Nobody, nobody's out offended by this. And that's where we could start to have these conversations. So, do the kids deserve to get kicked? Yeah, look, look, look. In in comedy, there's so many other things you can go for. This one, it, look, to pull off a comedy sketch or, or any kind of comedy about slavery, boy, you, you've got to have all your, your I's dotted and T's crossed in the right places. 
This is not one you want. This is one you, that you might not come back from. Just say it. These kids will all end up coming back because, well, it's a stupid high school thing. But just dumb. I, I got to say, just a, a, just a dumb, dumb thing. It, it, it's like Harry Styles last night. Harry Styles played a show down in Austin. And Harry Styles, well, he, he proved that he's not fucking wanted here in this state. When he pulls around his guitar, and he has a Beto 2022 sticker on his guitar. The crowd went wild. Of course they did. They're in Austin. They're at a Harry Styles show. Bunch of limp-wristed fucking, you know, lime koozie drinking fucking gashes at that show. I swear to God. Yeah, all right. Harry cares about our politics. Woo! Harry doesn't know shit from apple butter about our damn politics. Some asshat gave him that sticker and said, yeah, this guy's running for governor. You'll like him. He's a fruit like you. Who's Harry Styles? He's like, uh, he's the it guy right now. He's a singer, and he just did a movie with Olivia Wilde, and it's going to flop. Dated dated T-Swift for a while, and she dumped him because she doesn't want to have sex. He dresses in drag every once in a while. He's kind of a fruity fellow. was in that One Direction band. Harry Gash. No, 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 no. Not the legend of... of, of, of. <laughs> What's a sport? Oh, fuck, I can't think of the stone now and the sweeping. Curling. Yeah, it's not Harry Gash, the father of the American Curling Institute. No, 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 no. No. No, it's not him. All right, and you know what? I've been waiting for this story, and the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, okay, he's, he's owning up to it, but he's not, and it's sad that he's not owning up to it. And it, you know what? It doesn't surprise me. It, it it just doesn't surprise me at all. Billy Eichner, the gay comedian who does the man on the street thing, and he just released a movie this weekend called Bros. It's a rom-com in the gay world. And... It only made $4.8 million this weekend. It only cost $22 million to make, but it flopped. And I don't want to be the one to say it, but sometimes, you know, sometimes I got to be the bad guy. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers. Yeah. I say, that's the bad guy. Yeah, because... Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot! Um, leading up to the movie's premiere, the actor touted positive reviews of the movie, along with a scornful message to those who didn't see the movie. Sorry, homophobes! When Brothers opened, he again warned homophobes to skip the film. 
So the nation is full of homophobes. That's why we didn't see this film. Four million divided by ten dollars a ticket. That's four hundred thousand gays in America. So what's four hundred thousand divided by three hundred million people? He tweeted this out. Everyone who isn't a homophobic weirdo should just go see Bros tonight. You'll have a blast. And it is special and uniquely powerful to see this particular story on a big screen. Especially for queer folks who don't get this opportunity often. I love this movie so much. Go, bros. Hey, man. Be happy. Be, be proud of the product you put out. If it doesn't interest people, you can't pull the Viola Davis here. And and I see what you said there, swoosh. I skipped Rose and Lady King, so now am I homophobic and racist? Yes. Because remember, Viola Davis came and made a movie of a lie about the woman king who was freeing slaves, which in fact they were actually selling them. And had the audacity to say, if you don't see this movie, you're a racist. She actually said that. And now Billy Eichner is saying, if you don't see this movie, bros, you're a homophobe. So how about this? If you don't go see, uh, when the next uh, Expendables comes out, if you don't go see the Expendables, you're a fag. Does that work? Can I do that? Is this a new way of getting, are we shaming people into movies now? If you don't see this movie about two sisters growing up in the in, in, in the Wild West, you hate women. No, I, I didn't grow up in the Wild West. I don't know anything about sisters. Look, man, you want to make, look, th- this is the thing. If you want to make movies that are based on gay characters and gay leading men and gay things like that, you go right ahead. And they will all flop. Why will they all flop? Because people will not go to see them because they cannot relate to them. It's simple. You make something that's relatable, you have a hit on your hands. If you don't listen to Arnie, you're a fatophobe. Yeah, you hate fat people if you don't listen to me. Good morning, Douglas. I, I, I just, I, I expected more out of this guy. I expected more from Hollywood, and, and that's, what, that, that's my own fault. It's my fault for expecting more for these people. Judd Apatow, who produced this, should have known, look, this is not going to make a lot of money. Tell Billy Eisner, it's not going to make a lot of money. You're not. You're going to get people that don't come to see this because they don't want to see two guys kissing throughout a movie. They just don't. Good to see toxic masculinity still reigns. Amen. Uh, if there was many homos in this country as the homo hierarchy claims, the movie would have made a hundred million bucks. 
But even the homos are staying away from this homo film with a bunch of homos. I also believe the majority of people find vaccine disgusting. They just don't want to admit it. Well, look, and there are people that do. They, they find it weird. They find it gross. They find it repelling. And, and by the way, they're allowed to. See, this is the other thing that, that, that we all need to come to this understanding. You're allowed to have those feelings. If watching two guys make out, hooks you out, it's okay. That's a normal feeling. Now, I'm not saying that you should go over there and bash them or even go as far as asking them to stop. This is something that you have to deal with. It is not of the norm, and I apologize. I don't know how long I'm going to have to apologize for things not being of the norm and people in general quote-unquote freaking out about them, freaking out meaning they have their own um, reaction to it that is different from a lot of people. You show two guys making out in front of uh, some longshoremen that have been on the docks all day, those longshoremen might kick the shit out of those two guys. They might. Other people might say, oh, that's beautiful. Those two people are in love. But this whole idea that we have to accept everything. Look, I accept that they want to have their lifestyle. They want to do it. I don't want to see, I don't want to see straight people kissing out in public. I don't need any public displays of affection. Unless your girl's got really, really big boobs and flop them bad boys out. But this whole idea that we're going to make a movie. And, and you know what? Fucking A, I knew it. I knew it going into that movie. We talked a little bit about it on Friday with Tommy. We didn't get into it, into it. Good morning, Hot Mama. How are you? And this movie was put out solely for one reason. It was for the reaction that Billy uh, Eichner is giving right now. So he can come out and call the whole world a bunch of homophobes. Now, I hope he feels better about himself. And I hope he feels better to the fact that he's probably never going to get another movie made because this one made $4.8 million back. It cost $22 million to make, probably another $4 million in advertising. So we'll say about $26 million this movie. And, well, you better hope the fucking the streaming world loves you, pal. By the way, I finished the Dahmer series. That I, I got to tell you. That was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen, creepy-wise. The dad should win an award. The dad was from Step Brothers. He's been in a bunch of things. Uh... The guy who played Jeffrey Dahmer's dad was amazing in that movie. Christopher, you are on the air. What's up, buddy? Morning, boss man. I just wanted to throw my little thing on this whole thing with this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, with these last two movies, that I've kind of skipped them for the movie reviews, and and it's honestly, <laughs> it's it, 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 this this last one, this Pro's movie, I. 
I kind of have, I'm one of those people, I, I don't like looking at guys kissing. Like, I try to, like, if, if it happens on screen, I have to look away because it's repulsive to me. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of dreading, like, having to go see it. And then, and then when you had mentioned it on the show and you kind of, like, did your thing on it, I was kind of, like, relieved. So I was like, okay, I don't think I have to watch it. Now. Yeah. Oh, Christopher, <laughs> I, you, you don't have to see any movie that you don't want to see. I mean, I appreciate you going and seeing, you know, the the kids' movies this week because you do a great job on the reviews. But anytime there's a movie like this that you don't want to see and it repulses you, you you've got you you've got free reign to not go see that movie. Yeah. Well, I, you know, at the same time though, I I, I kind of see it like you know as a responsibility. It's like I, I need to like go see these things a lot of the time. But because thank God because of you. You kind of like did a whole thing on it. And I was like, okay, I don't think I have much else to say because Arnie basically probably covered everything. Yeah, the movie's about two gay guys that are trying to hook up. And will they yep. find love? Who knows? There's two hours <laughs> of your life you won't get back. Exactly. So, yeah, actually, I, that's, that's why I probably should be thanking you for is not making me waste those several hours of a gradual pace typing up the review and watching the movie. Yeah, yeah, that is a fucking terrible film. All right, buddy. Well, hey, I'm glad you didn't have to sit through this garbage. Thank you. All, All right, right buddy. See you, pal. Um, there he is, our our super superstar movie critic, Christopher. There. No, of course you don't have to go see those kind of movies. Is Christopher in an operating room? It sounded like it, didn't it? Uh, well, that's very sexist. Two girls. I'm okay, but not guys. Um, Firestick have been acting up with the show. I don't know why. We're in the middle of it. Yeah, that show's creepy as shit. Someone, someone on a vent, Christopher. Where the fuck are you? Um, all right. So we we we've got our 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 claws out. Are done with that now? Okay, that's good to know. Good, Billy Eisner. You you fucking failed. But oh, getting back to the Dahmer thing, man. Oh man. The guy who plays his dad, if he doesn't get some kind of, like, fucking cable ace or, I, I don't know, he can't get an Academy Award, probably get an Emmy for it. Man, that guy deserves it. That guy totally deserves it. Where does the FBI officials, where is that story? FBI officials. FBI officials. FBI officials say no credible threat to the U.S. election system ahead of midterms. Yeah, right. (laughs) Federal authorities have identified no credible threat to the election system, despite uh, persistent efforts by foreign adversaries, including Russia, to amplify disinformation about voter fraud and election integrity, the senior FBI official said on Monday. Yeah, you know, it, it, yeah. A bullshit that is right there. Are they telling us right now there's going to be all kinds of bullshit? I mean. Shut up, dummy. Yeah. I think the guy that played Jeffrey deserves one. That guy, man, oh man, is he creepy. Oh, boy. If he were to ever go out with the hair done and, and the glasses on, made up like Jeffrey Dahmer, man, oh, man. 
fucking weirdo. Since June 2021, the Federal Elections Threat Task Force, thank God they have a task force involved now. They've read 1,000 reports. About 11% of those met the threshold for federal investigations so far, resulting in four arrests. Four whopping arrests. At this point, I believe OJ saying he didn't commit murder over anything the FBI says. No shit. They need to look at domestic interference with that election. Uh, they will have to arrest themselves. No shit. Nothing to see here. No, no, no. This did not say the FBI was calling this, causing this. No, 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 no. And that's exactly what it is. I'm glad they're coming out and saying, yeah, nothing to see here. You guys, nothing at all to see here. Speaking of nothing to see here, why, oh, why, am I seeing this name in my news feed again? Brittany Griner is appealing against her nine-year prison sentence, which will be held October 25th in a Russian court coat. Let me, let me just tell you how this is going to go. Brittany Griner is going to show up in court and say, I want to, uh, I want to appeal this, and they're going to go, duh. And they're going to look down and go, no. They hit the red tape, boom, back in prison she goes. Griner, the eight-time All-Star. Can we, now, now look here. Look, I know I'm going to sound like a dick, and I'm okay with this. Can we stop calling her WNBA All-Star? I mean, I, I mean really? That, that, that's not really saying much. That's like a, a gold medalist at the at the Special Olympics. Griner, the eight-time All-Star. <gasps> no. No. Oh, hold on. I have to I have to look this up. No, no. Oh no. She's on Team Z. Okay, I'm not seeing anywhere else yet. Uh, hold on a second. Let's go to Google. It is true. Died fucking 30 minutes ago. Oh, no. Oh, man. This one sucks. I don't like doing this one. Gosh. One of the first ladies of country music. I I mean, you, you can't talk about country music without mentioning her. We'll have to uh, we'll have to play some Loretta Lynn this morning. Uh, that sucks. She died at ninety years old. Man, oh man, did she have some hits? 
and we will play them. Wow, that sucks. Thank you, Brad Kid. Uh, wow, damn. My my pool of people to get picked next year is get, is dwindling down. First goddamn queen dies. Ooh, Kara Delavinge. Maybe I can put her on the death watch. She's acting all crazy. <laughs> Eight time all star. I guess she really licks the competition. Um, was convicted August 4th after police say they found vape canisters containing cannabis oil in her luggage. I saw some old boy the other day. I was watching some videos at the airport. You dumb motherfuckers that go to airports that don't know what's in your damn bags. This motherfucker had a loaded handgun in a bag and another loaded handgun in another bag that he quote-unquote forgot. If you forget that you have loaded handguns in your carry-on bags, you need to not be owning guns anymore. Man, how did I forget that? So silly of me. The nine-year sentence was close to the maximum of ten that she could get. Her lawyers argued after conviction that punishment was excessive. They said in similar case, defendants have received an average sentence of about five years. She got more. Deal with it. So it was her appeal. Yeah, and by the way, this appeal is not going to go well. I'm just going to let you know. The appeal is going to suck. Did anybody get to see this story from Lake Erie over the weekend? This has got to be one of the craziest things I've ever seen. So they had a they had a fishing tournament uh, in Lake Erie. Chase Kaminsky and Jake Runyon were caught stuffing their fish at the Lake Erie Walleye Trail with lead weights. They stuffed fish fillet and other debris to take home a money prize for the heaviest fish. The tournament ruled the duel as winners after weigh-ins, but a voice in the video comes from the event can heard saying someone else's fish were larger. Someone decided to cut open one of the winner's fish and they found a weight inside and then it was absolute mayhem. We go! Oh, This is a fishing tournament. Call the cops. Everybody listen to me right now. Jake, I want you to leave. I don't want anybody to touch these guys. I want you to leave. Call the cops. It's there's another weight, Jesus. Oh, 
Nathan, call 911. A filet fish. Look at this is a filet. Yeah, a filet fish. It's a walleye filet. He needs to go to jail. You call the cops. I got video. You got anything to say? You guys need money. We fucked all that fucking money. You fucking talk shit to me. And that's what you fucking do. I ain't fucking way for it. This is absolutely fantastic. Take pictures. I need pictures. Got video. Now, now, I don't know exactly what charges they are going to go to the police with. They cheated in the fishing tournament. Officer, arrest that man. Arrest that man for saying a walleye weighed more than it did. So what did they do? Did they, like, catch the fish and then stuff them? Because usually you got to come back to the live well, and the, the fish are usually alive, and it, I guess walleyes don't, especially when they, they got their gut stuffed with fish fillets, other fish fillets. Man, that's really wanting to win a tournament right there. I don't know if this, this was a... I, I, I don't know how pro of a tournament this was. This wasn't like a Bassmaster Classic. The entertainment value of white people brawling with each other over fish should be fulfilling in Compton. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't hang them as horse thieves. Nathan, call 911. Oh, I know that they wanted to win for the cash and prizes. I, I understand that. I, I get it, but... I mean, that's a pretty desperate, shitty way to cheat in a tournament. I mean, the one thing I know about fishermen is, is, is that, that fishermen in those competitions, they, they are pretty much knowledgeable on the sport. And when something looks a little uh, irky or dirky to them, yeah, they're going to figure that shit out. It's not saying what the prize was. Now, this, this is, the duo has been widely suspected of cheating in the past. It's rumored they've won six figures in several tournaments, although the exact numbers are not necessarily clear. So they've made a good lives to themselves cheating. No, they've made over six figures. So, I mean, it's over a hundred grand they've made fishing. <laughs> they can't tell when something is dot, 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 fishy. <laughs> you had to. You had to.
Oh, I think that's fantastic. Boy, those guys were fucking, those, those guys were letting them have it. I mean. I videoed it right off the rail. Hold on, let me take pictures. You fucked over a lot of people, man. They've been doing this shit for years. Cheating motherfuckers, man. Piece of fucking shit. You got a fucking boat, you got thousands of fucking dollars. You stole from Oof. That's just good shit right there. Man, I, I'm honestly surprised somebody didn't get shot. I got I to gotta say, I, I, or, or somebody didn't get a fillet knife pulled on them. CSI Fish Tournament. Horatio's in the scene looking around. He pulls the sunglasses off and says, I sense something fishy. <laughs> wow, $45,000 in cash prizes. Okay, well, yeah, they might get some sort of... Uh, uh, some some investigation from the law. Dear Lord, this news has it as a fishing cheating scandal. This could be the next Watergate. <laughs> the look of shame, like oh, we're so fucked right now. Yeah, those guys didn't know if they're gonna if they're gonna have to fight their way off that pit deck or not. They probably still are there. You're surprised. Hell, I'm surprised we didn't hear someone fire up a banjo and a washboard and washtub. <laughs> Little bass. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> the Lake Erie Fishing Tournament. <laughs> Fuck around and find out here, fuckers. <laughs> That's just gold. That's just solid gold right there. Oh, man. Wow. The wife of the U.S. Army's first trans officer. So she's married to a guy who's a trans. He's an officer. Major Jamie Lee Henry, the Army's first trans officer, and Dr. Anna Gablin were indicted for trying to give secret records to the Russian government. After the wife told the doctor to stop being a coward and to work through her ethical issues to hand over medical information on senior military officers to Russia. Well, that's lovely. Now we got the trans is fucking, they're, they're, they're spying. Major Jamie Lee Henry and Johns Hopkins' Dr. Anna Galbrin were accused of using their secret security clearance at Fort Bragg to steal records from the base's hospital according to the Department of Justice. They only have about 52,000 active duty soldiers there, home of the Delta Force and Special Ops Forces. Oh, God, and this guy has got to wear the outfits, too. Oh, man. He, uh, he looks like a bad Will Ferrell character. He, he kind of looks like the... Janet Reno, but not so butchy. I gotta ask y'all, like, 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 seriously. 
let's say that you went into work, your job, and there's a guy at your work who's been there as long as you have. Let's say five years. Let's say you've been you've been at the same workplace for five years. And good old Steve has been coming in every day in a shirt and tie. And then all of a sudden one day Steve comes in and Steve has got a dress and high heels on and, and rouge and makeup. Um Here's my question. Serious question here. Because I need to know this stuff. Because this will never happen to me at my workplace. Ever. If it does, boy, something drastically happened. Don't you have to give warning to, like, employees or something? I'm not trying to be a jerk here. Look, I'm not. I'm trying to get along. I'm trying to to learn this, this new weird fucking world. Just telling Steve, nice tits and move on. Okay. But, like, like, isn't that going to catch you off guard? One day, just out of the blue, Steve shows up, and he's full-on wearing fucking dresses. That is going to affect my work production. Because I'm going to have to think all day of all the insults that I have for Steve. And probably keep them to myself. Even though Steve and I have been friends for five years, I had no idea about this. And then all of a sudden, one day, bam, Steve shows up to work, and he's dressed like Gwen? No. Uh-uh. You're, you're, look, I'm going to get fired in this situation. I'm just telling you, ass family, I'm getting fired in that situation. Because I'm going to ask Steve, like, after a month or so, has, has your cycle synced up with the other gals in the office yet, Steve? And I will make sure to pronounce his name, Steve, every time. I, I'm going by Madeline now. Okay, Steve. Is it a hot day and I'm required to wear jeans because I may be jealous of the draft he gets? HR might send a memo out saying to please welcome Gwen to the workplace. My highway super intimidant. <laughs> Look, I, I would be caught off guard. I'd be like, I'd be in the break room going, did y'all see Steve? And it would probably be about that loud to where everybody could hear, including Steve. What the fuck is Steve wearing today? Why does Steve have a dress on? Especially if it goes from Steve to Gwen, because that makes no sense. But if he changed to Stephanie, it'd be much easier. Superintendent is a fat guy named Steve. Yeah, and, and look, he can't be fat. Like, this Steve, this guy here, he's, he's an army officer, so he's in decent shape. Because if you're fat and you're going to fucking do that and you're going to be a fat chick now, and you're going to be showing off a lot of shoulder... No, I don't think so. Uh, I don't. Th- I don't think so, Steve. To quote Polly Walnuts, you look at Steve and say, "I guess you could call that a dick." That would just be the weirdest. All of a sudden, just one day at work, Steve shows up, and now he's Gwen. I'm. I'm with you. I think he should have gone to Stephanie. I think that would have been much easier. But he went to Gwen. 
He, he, he always thought he was a Gwyn, so there you go. What would it be like if that happened to you and Tommy in the wet and wild days? It was, look, look. There was a guy. There was a guy we worked with. Now, I didn't mess with him because I was too young. I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't at cool guy level in the park to where I could fuck with this guy. His name was John May. Now, now, now once again, the way we acted was probably wrong. Let me get that out there. But it was like 1988 or 89. So a long time ago. John had come over from, um, he, he, he'd, he'd become a ride attendant, lifeguard one. And I was a lead at this point and of the lifeguard ones. And I didn't know, I didn't know John that well. John came over from the, the, the gift shop. The only person, the only people that worked in the gift shop were girls. It was a girl job. But John worked in there, and that kind of led us to believe that John was a little light in the loafers and other things that John did. And uh, one night at a party, uh, there was a more popular person there, person, uh, more popular guy there. And he just asked, and, and John was hammered at this party. And when I was sitting there playing quarters. And this guy was like, John, we all want to know. <laughs> and everybody's like, no, you can't say it. You can't say it. And I don't think he asked if, if John was gay or not. Because, like I said, in 1988, it wasn't acceptable. I mean, especially working at the water park. I mean, that was strange. So the next day, I'll never forget, and John May, he ended up leaving Went Wild after this, and it was kind of sad, but it was still funny. Um, he got so hammered at that party the night before, and that was the rule. If you got hammered at a party the night before, your ass is going to pay for it the next day, riding down them rides. You're going to throw up in the water. It happened to all of us. Um, they put John on top of a ride, and they bumped over him like four times. So he was on top of a ride for like two hours, and he was just dying. They finally got him down. They sent him home. He never came back. But, and, and I'm not proud of that story. I'm, not, I'm just telling you that's how different things were back then. If a guy showed up at a wet and wild party and he was wearing a dress and it wasn't a toga party, that person would probably get the shit beat out of him. I'm just saying. Look, it's just the way it was. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> All of a sudden, just one day shows up in a dress. Whoops-a-daisy. Uh, I think we got to talk. Okay, let's see. We're going to save that one. We're going to end up doing mail tomorrow because I had to work so much on the computer this morning. So uh, tomorrow we'll be doing listener mail brought to you by JS Floors. Just let everybody know. Facebook watch. Oh, I'm not going to talk about that. That's just dumb. 
Uh, let's see. GOP Representative Mike Waltz blasts Biden's destructive vaccine mandate after president was slammed for phoning hero uh, Coast Guard who saved Hurricaneian victims, but who will be fired this week for refusing to have the shot. Yeah. By the way, they're still making people get these shots? Come on. When's enough going to be enough about this? Let the people who haven't gotten the shots, don't let them, they don't have to get them. A A heroic Coast Guard swimmer, who saved his life and the life of a disabled woman during Hurricane Ian, was publicly thanked by Joe Biden on Saturday. Despite the gratitude, aviation survival technician second-class Zach Loesch is due to be discharged within two months after being refusing the vaccination. Now, if you don't know a lot about these, these Coast Guard first response divers, they are probably some of the most courageous human beings that have ever walked on the planet. And I will match their courageousness up with Navy SEALs, Delta Force, Army Rangers, you name the special group and I will pit this group against them. Because these men and some women, I believe, jump into ice-cold, freezing water to rescue people. 2,600 members of the Coast Guard are giving are going to be given their walk-in papers because they didn't get the shot. This is just so stupid. I'd be fired first look when she, he walks in, I can't help it. When Steve hits on you, what do you do? Hitting him or her is a hate crime. Yeah. Uh, Swoosh, when Steve hits on you, you feel flattered. Walk away. Someone found you sexy. Fuck women get hit on all the time. We don't throw punches. We accept the compliment and walk away. Oh, no. Someday you could be looking forward to a compliment from Steve. There you go. Now, a lot of these people that are in the military, they are, they are generally discharged, meaning they can collect benefits and they can rejoin if they ever get the shot. I don't think they're going to be getting the shot so they can rejoin. But this is the sad shit that we have to... This is the stuff that really sucks. Is it good people like this young man here? who gets mocked for being in the Coast Guard all the time, who's actually one of the badasses in the Coast Guard, is getting his walking papers because he didn't want it, my body, my choice, what they're trying to fight for women for. Uh, all right, I guess we'll take a break here. Yeah, we'll take a break here. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write the show. And let's do a little tribute to Loretta. Holler 
been out with all the boys and you ended up half tired but liquor and love they just don't mix leave the bottle or me behind and don't come home a drinking with loving on your Ladies of country music, right there. You go Patsy, Loretta, Dolly, Reba, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all. Nothing to see here. Uh, Ed Sheeran is coming to Dallas. Oh, joy. Joy, joy, joy. Can't wait. Uh, bad news to report out of California. Shocking. High school football team in San Clarita will no longer carry the thin blue line flag onto the field. After individuals shared, the symbol made them feel uncomfortable and unwelcomed at the school district. Really, a a police flag made you feel uncomfortable. That must mean that you have have something on your person that you probably shouldn't have on your person. We should check you out. Mike Coleman, the superintendent of the William S. Hart Union High School District, wrote in a letter to parents Wednesday that the Saugus High School football team will no longer fly the black, white, and blue flag, which many use to support law enforcement, following a three-day investigation and speaking with the team's head coach. Now, this is the part that I just don't understand. Some individuals have expressed concern that the flag is divisive. And some players on that team might not be entirely enthusiastic about the flag. Well, why don't you ask them the same thing about the American flag and see what they say. 
And when they give you the same answer, will you then not use the American flag, sir? Oh, you probably will still because you need to get a lot of money from the government because they pay your your, your bills. Oh, okay. In deference to his commitment to inclusivity, kindness, and respect, and because the team never voted as a unit to carry this banner, the coach decided to discontinue the practice. Tillman said, despite the decision to no longer carry the flag, the entire district still supports law enforcement while also fostering the culture of inclusivity, kindness, and respect. And, you, you know, I'm, I'm growing sick and tired of getting sick and tired of this shit. I, I, I truly am. It, it, it's, not, it, it's not worth getting upset over that a bunch of idiots are coming together and saying, oh, this flag is divisive because it supports law enforcement. Who doesn't support law enforcement? Do you not want to support the rules and, and the laws that make our system work? Because if you don't, well, we have a place for you. It's called the penitentiary. If you want to act like a fool, assault people, take things that don't belong to you, that's a wonderful place for you. Maybe you'll get gang raped there. Maybe you'll get Jeffrey Dahmer. Boy, oh boy, that dude did a number on that son bitch. Wow. No, don't get ahead of me, Cowboys girl. Oh, I, I got to delete this real quick because uh, we got that story coming up in the next break. Three days to investigate seriously. It's fucking the American flag with a color stripe for uniformed officers. That scares or offends the students. Are they afraid the police should lobby against supporting all that that is American? Nothing says inclusivity like saying you can't do something. It's gotten to the point where this whole whole left side, this whole side that, oh, it's okay, Cowboys girl, don't worry about it. Um, If you sniff or breathe anything that is American, like you love the military and you love the police forces, you're a fucking terrible human being. You're awful. If you're for not making, you know, spousal support payments, if you're for, you know, doing weed and and, and, and not just weed, but, you know, let's say shooting up in the middle of the streets. If you're in favor of that, hey, That Democratic Party has got some things for you to sign. I'm pro-police, law enforcement, but you were never supposed to change anything about the United States flag. Understand it. I I, I get it. I get that, and, and I understand that. There are some people that don't like this flag because it is a change. It's not the red, white, and blue flag. And that's why I said, straight fire, 
I wonder if they would use the American flag, if that would device be divisive too. Because I imagine there are some, some kids on that team that have had their heads fucking brainwashed that the American flag is just as disruptive as this flag. How about this? How about then we offer no flags? And by no flags, I mean no fucking flags. I don't want to see any gay flags. I don't want to see any transitional flags. I don't want to see the the flag of Lithuania. I don't want to see African flags. If we're going to get rid of flags, let's get rid of all flags. And, And the thing is, you can't. You can't. You get all these teachers that want to decorate their classes with the gay flag, with the, uh, the, the transitioning people's flag. Yes, they have their own flag. The Ukrainian flag is flown all over America. Yeah, look, look, I, I, I've seen this flag and I, I get what it's for. I'm not the biggest fan of it. I like the red, white, and blue myself. It's like they're only thinking of the corrupt cops. I don't think anyone white or black like corrupt cops. I mean, more whites get shot by cops than any other race. Yo, very true. (laughs) Oh, shit, Arnie's at the, I'm going to turn this car around and go home, point in the vacation. What's the trans flag, an Autobot symbol? No, I've seen it. It's like pink and, and like pastel blue. They use baby colors for it, of course. Gay flags are okay. Of course gay flags are going to have to be okay. If you, don't have, if you don't allow the gay flag up there, you're being closed-minded, sir. Mm-mm-mm. By the way, why is it a big deal that Giselle Boonshin missed another one of Tom Brady's football games? I think she's been to enough games. We have a story about her and, and another player coming up in a little while, too. I'm just so tired of this whole Tom Brady and Giselle thing. Hey, fucking break up. Go your separate ways. Your kids will be fine. They're fucking going to be gazillionaires anyway. Oh, 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 by the way, just to, to let everybody uh, to, to know, um, Queen Elizabeth II's official cause of death has been released, and she died because she was fucking old. She died of old age. That's what the, her official death is. Nothing cool. No fentanyl. She didn't squirt herself to death. She died because she was 6,000 years old. Not many people knew she was that old, but she was actually the original queen of England. She died in Scotland on September 8th. The document was signed by her daughter, Princess Anne, who is not a looker at all. Boy, that is one ugly family. Man, oh, man.
I mean, like, like looking at pictures, they got pictures from like the, uh, the uh, when she was buried in the funeral and stuff, and you know, King Chuck is there, and he's got all his medals on that he didn't really win, and he's in like the the super, super you know A one dress of the British military, which makes me laugh anyway. Um, but he gets to carry around a sword. How badass is that? Then there's fucking there's good old Prince, Prince Mar- uh, Prince Harry. Good old Harry behind him. He's in a suit with a little medal on, and no sword for him. Man, oh man, I want to take a sword to a funeral. That's badass. The real cause of death was Megan walking into the palace disguised as a nurse, complete with an eye patch with a cross on it, whistling while she walked through the palace. <laughs> Hashtag kill Bill. Da, 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 da. That was that was the song that that uh, oh what was her name uh, Allie Driver, codenamed Cottonmouth. She was gonna poison fucking Beatrix. Do all football wives show up to get their husbands' games? I mean, Mike uh, doesn't follow me to work every day, and he's not a child playing a sport, looking to the sidelines for parental support. So why does she got to be? Yeah, I don't understand why Giselle's got to be at all the games. Ellie Driver was whistling from an old Hitchcock movie, yep. Great movie. Great movie. Let's see. Kate Middleton, Meghan Markle. Well, don't care, don't care, don't care. Yes, the Queen's dead, y'all. Uh, but we do have we d- we do have news on the Markles. We do have Markle news. Hear ye, hear ye! The former Duke of Sussex and some Yank wish to now tell you how to think. Harry drove a tank. Now he's just a wank. It's the Markles. Megan is ashamed, for nothing she is famed. Here come the Markles. Her magic's really strong, he's given up the bong. It's the Markles. The Queen's pride is hurting. When she's not too busy squirting, her ginger will never last. With a shitty half-assed podcast, the fame's gone to her head. Philip's glad he's dead. It's the Markles. Oprah takes their calls now that Harry's lost his balls. Here come the Markles. How does she cast the spell? Her legs lead straight to hell. It's the Markles. Here come the Markles. Oi. Oi, call blimey. I'll still say they're a couple of wankers. Well, I tell you what. These two just don't stop. Man, oh man. Are y'all ready for this bullshit? 
after coming back there from their fever pitch tour of England while the Queen Mum died, people close to the couple are revealing they're looking for a more secluded and private property house to live in with their two shitty kids. They, they, they just moved here like two years ago. And they've lived in like three places. And now they're looking in the exclusive Hope Ranch area of Santa Barbara. Hey, you, you, want, you want someplace exclusive to raise your two kids? Uh, it's called Montana. Oh, but you can't make daily meetings there with all your Hollywood people. Oh, my bad. bad of the queen's death my money was on elizabeth dying from a royal orgy mishap now i owe my mom 50 bucks oh that's the worst you were going for hemorrhaged ovary yeah yeah that's a common pick that's a common pick in the uh the uh, royal orgy mishaps hope ranch isn't that exclusive well the median price of the homes in that area is six million dollars shit. Archie was, boy, he looked dumb when he was born. Yes, yes, the, 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 the six million dollar home. What are they looking for a new home for? They ain't spending any time in this one. Now they're over in England all the damn time. Kids don't even know who y'all are. Y'all just fucking dump them off with, with with granny, granny and the nannies. Oh, you trust her grandmother, but you don't trust your own grandmother. She just ran a country forever. That's all. Now they're looking at $6 million houses. How dare they look at a $6 million house? They should have to get a fucking one bedroom in Compton. Tired of these two assholes. Hey, Spotify, give them more money. Fuck all the people that produce actual content for your fucking website. Uh, Don't they live in Montecito? I, I think they do. The exclusive Hope Ranch area of Santa Barbara is where Prince and Meghan are looking... If they haven't already, a new hideaway home. Motherfuckers, people are still going to find you because you're the fucking Markles, dummy. I drove by their house. It's very exclusive, dumb shits. Oh, I would have thrown feces at them. Oh, yeah, that would have that would have been definitely a time for this. Feces! Yeah. Feces! Yeah. Feces! Yeah, I, I, I don't like the Markles at all. She wants to be like this this big trendsetter out there, but she ain't got the money to do it. Did you hear that Kim K launched a podcast? That doesn't surprise me. Prince Akeem lived in the slums of Queens. That's real royalty. Amen to that. 
Um, Mixler just sent me something that was stupid. I figured it out, Mixler. I didn't need you. Bastards. Um, oh, boy. Stockton was shot up. Boy, that's got to be. Stockton shooting murders. Possible serial killer. Oh, boy. Holy shit. Man. If, if, if there weren't enough nightmare fuel to live in Stockton forever, now there's a serial killer loose there? But he's not a good serial killer. He shoots people. That's a that's a sorry shoot. Boo. 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 Call him a low self-esteem murderer. Yeah, Mick, Mick, Mixler did all kind of weird stuff, and I'm lucky to get back to this page from what I understand. Uh, let's see. Um, five shooting murders dating back to July, a uh, reward of $85,000 leading to a person of interest. They were seen wearing a dark clo- colored clothing and a hat. Looks like anybody in Stockton. I think I know that person. Shootings all took place at night or early in the morning with the first indication report in July and the latest occurring just last week. Four of the men have been Hispanic that have been shot. During a press conference, uh, Officer McFadden said the slangs are by definition a series of killings. But at this time, we don't know if the person or two or three or just don't know. Ooh, they got a different... Oh, yeah. Oh, this is a serial killer, all right. But he's a shitty serial killer because he uses a gun. See, if you're going to be a serial killer, you got to... Look, 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 look. Come on. You got to have some panache. You got to have some style to you. I mean, if you're going to be a serial killer... You know, look, look, Dahmer got the eating stuff down. I, I Creepy and gross and weird, and, and it, he's the eater. Ted Bundy just killed a whole lot of women. John Wayne Gacy killed a bunch of dudes and then had sex with their rotten corpse. Corpse. But I mean, if you're gonna go out and you're gonna you're gonna shoot people to be a serial killer, eh? Arise, good morning to you. So yeah, so five people have been shot in Stockton, and that that that's a rising suspicions. Hell, I think that would be a slow day if only five people were shot in Stockton. Stockton, we're no we're no Chicago. Offering an $85,000 reward uh, by a lot of crack right there. Real panache is killing people with window cleaner like Merv Griffin and the man with two brains. 
So then Chicago has multiple serial killers. I think they do. They just don't realize it. I think I, I think Chicago has full is full of mass murderers. It's like you know Jim Jones wasn't a, a serial killer; he was a mass murderer because he killed what nine hundred people with Kool Aid, panache. You know, I mean, I mean that lady in Sacramento; she killed all the old people and cashed their 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 uh, social security checks. That's panache. That has an it factor to it. Mass murders and MAGA people. Chicago serial killer is a black woman, bug eyes, wild hair. Police are trying to find her. Oh, Bill Gates is out again. Now, now he's saying Bill Gates rejects climate uh, moral crusade, says telling people not to eat meat won't help solve the crisis. You got that right, because it ain't working on me. On an episode of Bloomberg Zero podcast with host Akshat Rathi, Rathi asked Gates if a social and political revolution was needed to compensate for technology shortcomings addressing climate change. Anyone who says that we will tell people to stop eating meat or stop having a nice house and we'll just basically change human desires, I think that's too difficult. You think, huh? I was driving from my brother's company last week, and he sent me to Campbell's Soup Factory in Stockton. When I got there, the dude said, I'm surprised you didn't wear a bulletproof vest when you found out you were driving here. No shit. Good Lord. Yeah, Bill, Bill Gates is this, this latest run. His whole philanthropy and him buying up all this plant space and all this farming land. He really has all the markings of that Bond villain. Oh, well, thank God that finally somebody has said this, and it, it took somebody like Bill Gates to say it. He argued that these things don't necessarily have to play a central role in fighting climate change, noting that rich countries only account for less than a third of all emissions. That's right, a third, if even that, and and that that's being that's being that that that's being polite to the other two thirds. The richest nation in the world, the United States, contributes about ten percent to the global crisis of the environment. Whatever, ten percent. Now, you want to reduce that, you go right ahead. But you got to remember, there's 90% that's really not even being fucking looked at. Gates has been long been an act, climate activist, funding numerous startups dedicated to the cause. Last year, he published a book, How to Avoid a Climate Disaster. 
You can't. Mother Earth, you will never outsmart Mother Earth. How does his trips to Epstein Island affect climate change? Oh, they affected it, let me tell you. All those fucking, what do they call them, footprints? The, 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 the blueprint or the footprint you leave? I, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just done with all the stupid talk, all the bullshit when it comes to environmentalists and these fucking rich people who get on their private jets and they take a 16-minute a, a flight across L.A., and they're going to tell us that we need to work on the environment more. No, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I don't, I don't give a shit about the carbon footprint that I have that I'm leaving. I don't think a lot of people do. And if you really, truly do, then, uh, Mr. Gates, why don't you talk about Epstein Island a little bit more and what you did there? I mean, the amount of times you flew there, that's quite the carbon footprint. And since you're liking to tell people about the environment and the, the environment changing, please let us know what it was like there. Was it fun having sex with underage girls? I'm just wondering, allegedly. Did you enjoy cheating on your wife? We already know you did that. Does children's blood taste sweeter? Uh, allegedly. Another bag of shit here. Oh, good. We get to talk about two bags of shit here. Isn't it weird? Isn't this peculiar? I mean, that, 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 that Anthony Fauci and his wife's net worth increased by $5 million during the pan- pandemic? <laughs> I mean, I mean, he was just telling people what to take, and she was in charge of the World Health Organization. Golly! I mean, whoa, wow! They're 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 awful bad at investing because they're they're they should have gone up a lot more. Anthony Fauci and his wife experienced a five million dollar net worth increase. In 2019, they were worth seven and a half million dollars. By the end of 2021, they're worth 12.6 million. The increase came from the likes of investment gains, awards, compensation, and royalties. Hmm. Now, now, isn't that strange? That he knew what to invest in. And he invested in it, and he saw a $5 million growth in his, his own worth. Now, I don't know. I think they have a term for that. I think it's something like insider trading. Gates and Bezos don't bother me much. I see them as dorky nerds that severely neutered by uh, expensive divorces. The one I have serious hate boner for is Elon Musk. Fuck that guy. Uh, if I'm uber wealthy and concerned about the environment, I'm hiring a team of dwarves to pull me around with a rickshaw, reduces the carbon footprints, gives jobs to people who are smaller and use less resources. It's a win-fucking-win for all parties involved. 
And when I go overseas, I'm hiring a crew of rowers below decks. Bad optics, but it's eco-friendly. I bet he invested in face masks. Oh, I can almost guarantee you that he did. We know uh, Tony don't need to wear a mask. Invest. Now you have to wear a mask. Yeah. Insider trading is the way of the politician. Well, just look at how much the Pelosi's are worth. I mean, it it is kind of, I want to say it's funny, but it's not funny. When you look at that area around Washington, D.C., when you look at that area and you see how much the wealth increased during the pandemic, it raised dramatically, dramatically for a lot of those people in the beltway is what they call it. Um. Because they knew which companies to invest in. They knew which drugs the United States government was going to use. There's a story that's being talked about right now. And you're going to see a lot of uh, politicians get very rich from this. They are in talks right now. The United States government is in talks with five major car manufacturers. And they are on the precipice, meaning they're about to. They're about to sign a gigantic deal for electric cars to be used as government cars. They're signing a huge deal. The one company that's not in there is Tesla. Tesla is not being used. It's not one of the five companies. I don't know who the companies are. I can imagine who they are. I imagine that they're the big ones. And whoever gets that contract is going to sell a shit ton of these cars. And by the way, by the way, when it is revealed, I'd like to see the stock portfolios of every senator, every representative, every politician that's out there. Because they're going to know going in what company is getting the deal. Uh, Let's see, Biden was just at Ford and GM last week, so there's two of them. Probably going to meet with Toyota. Like it or not, a lot of Toyotas were built in America. So fucking we taught it. You got me screaming, Arnie. I I mean, look, this whole idea... I mean, Toyota came out yesterday and pretty much said, look, California, you're fucked. There is no way we're going to have enough electric cars for your state in 2035. This idea that they're going to outlaw gas-powered cars by 2035 has got to be honest. I, I Look, I've been holding back. I ain't going to hold back no more. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You want to outlaw brand-new gas-powered cars In 12 and a half years. In 12 and a half years. We haven't made the advancements in any of the other technologies. 
anywhere near for 12 and a half years to be enough time. Not likely Toyota, and I say that because they're a Japanese company. I, I can see that. I, I, I can, uh, Kale, I agree with that, but I imagine they'll still be talking to them. It, look, it's going to be optics that it goes to either Ford or GM. And probably they'll buy half from each. But I guarantee you the stock prices for those one of those companies, whoever the company is, the stock prices will go up dramatically. So I'm telling you to invest in car companies right now because when this deal is reached, it will be too late. And the, the, the bad thing is, is that these politicians and people like Fauci and, and people like Pelosi, they don't realize that there are watch guards out there and they're watching this and nothing is happening. I don't know how Nancy Pelosi is not in jail for insider trading. I, 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 it's got to be because she's Speaker of the House. She knows where too many bodies are. It's got to be that. That bitch could ruin some people if she were to start talking. And the people that she could ruin is Barack Obama. Fauci doubling his portfolio in a year and a half. Yeah, no problem there. I I don't see a problem with that. I don't know how she hasn't been unhung. Yeah, I I don't get it. I don't get it. Come on now, Pelosi. Oh, you're right. Pelosi is untouchable. She's untouchable until the next election. I mean, I'm I'm trying to figure out, are they protecting the Clintons? Are they protecting the Obamas? The fucking Republicans don't do this. They throw each other under the bus whenever they can. Theoretical history lesson time based on precedent. When a government works hand-in-hand excessively with an industry creating a more powerful dependent power structure, that's the economic definition of fascism. And let's see, the government with unlimited resources and money can purchase electric vehicles for itself and leaves the rest of the population largely unable to afford those cars without a personal means of transportation, relying instead on public means. Let's see, that's not creative in other level of social-political uh, elitism, uh, reverberating uh, through the years and deepening the divide. Fuck, say what you will about the Nazis, but they made a point to create the Volkswagen or people's car, made so that everyone could afford one, rich or poor. Today's fascist U.S. government doesn't even want that anymore. No, it doesn't. It really, really doesn't. Holy shit. A hundred and twenty seven people died at a soccer game. More than a hundred people injured uh, sending prayers to family. Harjurin? Where the hell is this? Okay. 
People just running on the fields. Now they're running off. Oh, Bulu Bulu. They're like, hey, get off the field, dummy. Oh, police are whooping the shit out of people. Oh, police just karate somebody. Oh, yeah, you can see the police whooping the shit out of people. Hold on a second here. Are they shooting? Man, oh, man. And it was a horrifying scene. Fans swarmed the field and opposing sides squared off and fought violently. That's awesome. Uh, let's see. Police were at a loss, firing rounds of tear gas. In fact, it was a fatal move because fans ran for the exit, causing a stampede. Dozens were trampled to death. Officer, others died by suffocation. Oof. Boy, you just don't want to go to those Indonesian soccer matches. I mean, people are burning in the streets. It looks like a car caught on fire. Damn. Boy. Them soccer fans were all moved by Clemson beating NC State and stormed the field. Dude, Texas Tech got fined for that. I guess I guess they don't want teams doing that anymore. Um, it happened in the Texas-Texas Tech game. Texas Tech fans stormed the field, and Texas Tech was fined fifty grand by the NCAA. There's one scene where uh, some kid from Tech was running, and he just pushes the shit out of a Longhorn. I mean, just, you know, no look. Hits him in the back, pushes him out of the way. They're looking for the kid now for assault, but they ain't going to get him. They ain't going to turn him in. See, it, it, it all came down to the knuckleheads fucking it up. You know, storming the field used to be a cool thing. I did it one time. It was at the 1981 Cotton Bowl. It was the last, last bowl game that Bear Bryant ever coached. Texas was beating the shit out of our, our Alabama like they used to always do. Now we can't seem to get a break. And uh, we ran on the field. And I got Raul a leg raise flag. I still have it. He was the kicker for the Longhorns, made a game-winning field goal. I still have his flag, or his towel he had. I have his towel. That was the only time I – that used to be fun, storming the field, like at high school games and things like that. And then college kids decided they're going to do it, and they're going to be assholes about it. They're going to fucking sucker punch other teams. That's not part of it. Dickheads. As long as the guitar factories in Indonesia and their technicians aren't damaged, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I would hate to die by being stomped or suffocated by a bunch of people. Oh, that'd be terrible. It started because uh, the team lost for a second time and apologized to the fans. Some crazed fans went to fight the team in tear gas. Fucking A. Hey, guys, sorry we lost. We'll do better next time. Just uh, watch out for uh, the projectiles and stuff that's going to be coming down tonight. It's going to be a lot. Now, how do you get to be this dumb? New York City resident asked for tips to rid home of dead body smell. 
Many people came to the rescue. Uh, a resident in New York uh, whose building was allegedly befouled by the smell of decomposing course asked fellow New Yorkers on Reddit how to get rid of the death stench. In the stomach-churning thread posted two days ago, he explained how to started smelling a foul odor permitting the, their floor Saturday night. I noticed it by the apartments close to the elevator. It was... Uh, Described, adding that the next day the smell was so strong it floored me. They eventually discovered the gag-inducing truth after spotting an NYPD DOA sticker on their neighbor's sealed-off door, signifying that police were investigating the death in the building. However, it's how cl- unclear how long the body was in there. Oh. There are a number of hints like vinegar and baking soda don't combine in a bowl cup areas with high levels of smell and see it there. Another uh, advised buying a can of cheap pre-ground coffee and cooking it in a pan of medium heat until the smell of coffee Drives out the smell of corpse. Then they added that they learned how to beat dead body odor from their partner who worked in a property manager and had to accompany the police uh, to decomposing corpses in their neighborhood. Look here, just it, here, here's the best way. Don't live in a body that has de- de- don't live in a building that has decomposing bodies. I, I think that's about the best advice I can give. Oh. So I guess this happened in July and the dead body wasn't found for two weeks. Oof. Smell lingered for a long time, but the fly infestation was the worst. Another recalled a similar experience which someone removed a dead body using the elevator and it smelled so bad for a long time. What were they supposed to do? Just dump it out the window? Like Dahmer, people would go in his apartment and talk about the stench but not leave. There's no way I'm walking in your house if it smells that raunchy. The scary part is that people had answers on Yeah, oh, they did. They're like, yeah, just get some vinegar and baking soda. Don't combine them. Just put those where, you know, you, you smell it, and it'll go away. Oh, that's easy. You need to get rid of the smell of dead bodies? Oh, no problem. I got you handled. Pretty fantastic. Oh, by the way, just to, just to calm your fears about Russia and the nuclear war, um, whoops-a-daisy, um, uh, the top-of-the-line Russian nuclear-powered submarine 
that's been uh, in the Arctic Harbor, yeah, it's disappeared. Ruh-roh. No longer operating out of the White Sea base, which has been active since July. Russia may plan to uh, test Belgrade's Poseidon weapon system, a drone equipped with a nuclear bomb that Russia has claimed is capable of creating radioactive tsunami. The device can create a 1,600-foot wave that smashes into a coastline and eradicates it. Wow. By the way, this submarine is 600 feet long. So it's not like they they just, whoops-a-daisy, it's not there anymore. I don't know what happened to it. Michigan man guilty of killing two debt collectors, burning their bodies, and dumping remains in a manure pile. Boy, I would not want to be the evidence guy in that case. Nope, uh, nope, sir, you're you're innocent. <laughs> Nothing to see here. All right, the phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com if you'd like to write me. Please write me there.
not your kind They never get tired of putting me down And I never know when I come around What I'm gonna find Don't let them make up your mind Don't you know, girl Take my hand Girl You'll be a woman Soon Soon You'll need a man I've been misunderstood for all of my life But with the same girl just cuts like a knife The boy's no good Kelly gets in trouble when he says it. Um, all right. We, we got to talk about these. White. Look, look. Planned Parenthood. You know what? It, this is about the smartest thing I've ever seen them do. And this is on a business side. But uh, you know what? Hey, good for you. Planned Parenthood has created their first ever mobile clinic. Offering consultations and dispensing abortion pills later this year. 
what they want to do is they want to set up a bunch of these traveling abortion show clinics and park them outside like like states where it's illegal. They want to park at the border. So, like, if your state borders a state that has tough laws, and Illinois obviously doesn't because they have trucks now that do abortions, just wheel on it in there. (laughs) They want to reduce the distance many patients travel for their procedures. The plan naturally is for Planned Parenthood to expand its mobile baby killing machines by the future. Now, now the story goes on uh, to continue where it says Planned Parenthood was founded by Margaret Sanger, a racist who wanted to exterminate the black race. The two-time presidential loser Hillary Clinton is a big Margaret Sanger fan. Just don't be parking by the southern border. You ain't getting any shit for customers there. No, no, sir. Look, look. I, I, I think this is a great idea by Planned Parenthood. Okay, let me get it out. Let me get it out. They're a business. They're looking to improve their business, increase their business. I think a... A mobile abortion clinic is fantastic, and that's what we want to see on the streets of America. Oh, I'm just popping out of Missouri for a half hour. Wink, wink. What, what do they just do? They discharge the or discard the fetus like in a field or something? Boy, just think of the street cred this will get you. I got my abortion in a van. I mean, are newborns that really that much? That we have to, now we, we have to improve the, the qualities of killing methods to where we get a mobile site up and going? The fetus ejector button. Look, I, like I said, it, this is their business. They want to do it. I Good for them. They, they branched out. But you're going to have to put something else on the side. Like, you know, you, know the, you, you can't put Planned Parenthood abortion clinic. No fetus can beat us. You, you can't put that on the outside. Does this truck show up at Food Truck Fridays for more exposure? Oh, shit. Hey, we've got the Planned Parenthood van here if anybody needs anything. Not sure you want to keep that that pregnancy you got? Yeah, why don't you have a flip on over there and talk to them? See if they'll let you push the, the fetus erector button, <laughs> ejector button. Oh, I could see this in the. Uh, they used to have this thing. I, I I think they still do it. They do it in 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 like the very beginning of uh, December. They always did this. Uh, 
this uh, Christmas parade in Sparks. This will be playing outside the hangar. This this will be what's playing on the van's loudspeakers. No more hangers! And your little dog, too. But I can just see that. I can just see the the mobile Planned Parenthood abortion wagon showing up in the Sparks Hometown Christmas Parade. Oh, boy, that would go over well. They thought it was bad that I was naked on a couch one year. Man, oh, man, when they're hosing out the back. The bins are gas-powered, so they won't be allowed in California in 2035. You know, I'm betting that the state of California will have an exception for those vans. Oh, you, you want to create you want to create mobile abortion clinics. Oh, yeah, those can be gas-powered. No problem. No problem. Hell, we'll even build you a factory here. Mommy Dearest gives me so many horrible flashbacks. Yes. No wire hangers. Um, boy, the person who wrote this really doesn't like Planned Parenthood. He calls them a death cult. It's a lucrative death cult to the tune of $1.6 billion a year in revenue. Jeepers, cry me. There you go. So now they're going to they're gonna get the old van used. That will be the van of death. God, we used to have a van in Reno. We called it the van of death. This van was so awful. I know you guys love hearing stories. So it was the old K-Hit van. Old shitty Astro van, right? Didn't have a back seat. Everything was ripped out so we could put, you know, wiring back there, stuff for, you know, bro- remote broadcast stuff. And it was just always just in just war torn shape. Well, <laughs> the, the two greatest van of death stories, I, I was a part of both of them. Um, the first one happened when we were told we had to do a live broadcast in Lake Tahoe, and it was it was like December fifteenth. Whoever sold that remote was an asshole because they knew that this van was not getting up the Mount Rose Highway, and we ended up driving it into a ditch. And yes, it was it was me and 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 uh, the the one whose ego is so large now. We had to push that shit. I had to push that shit out of the ditch, and we drove back home. We missed that remote. The best one ever happened. We had taken the van of death, and by the way, the van of death it did not have it did not have it didn't have seat belts, man. And the passenger seat was missing like two bolts, so it moved around when you drove. So we we were driving around one day, and we were getting hammered drunk. It wasn't right. I already know that before anybody. It, it was wrong of us to do this. 
I was getting more hammered because I didn't really have to drive. We're going around playing this record for people. It's a new Van Halen, Me Wise Magic. Terrible song, but we're taking it to parties. And we had just gotten done at the last party. We got the mom and daughter to show their boobs off, and the dad was taking pictures. It was fantastic. And we're leaving. We have to take these sandwich boards back to the subway that we got them. Now, they didn't make us pay this $50 deposit on them, but they gave us $50 back. So we, we pocketed that money. And as we're leaving the, as we're leaving this parking lot, and we were Rock 104.5 at this point, but the van still had not been painted. And we're backing up out of the parking lot, right? And I see this fucking bag. It's like just a big trash bag. I was like, man, you got to run that shit over. He's like, hell yeah. And, it, and, and the fucking van was a stick shift, too. That was the other thing that killed me about that fucking van. I could drive it. I, didn't, I never had a problem driving it. But it was the worst stick shift in the world. And uh, so he puts it in first and fucking peels out, right? And as he's going, I notice out of the, my peripheral vision, I'm like, oh, fuck. Didn't realize that this trash bag was sitting in front of a laundromat. And I can see someone running from the back now with their arms up as we hit this fucking thing and clothes go everywhere. And I'm like hanging out the window, flipping people off. We're like, we don't care. This isn't our radio station anymore. But yes, we ran over somebody's clothing in that. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, the dad picking picture of, of his daughter and his wife. That was, that was, that was weird. That was weird. And that only took asking one time. Hey, let's everybody take your shirts off. He's like, yeah, everybody take them off. I'm like, fuck, that's weird. Oh, the, the, the van of death, that man, that thing was such a piece of shit. I remember when they finally got it done, I'm like, why didn't you just buy a new one? And then they ended up getting the ambulance when we left. The ambulance was pretty cool. Stay classy, Reno. Yeah, oh, God. I mean, the, the shit that we did, That I mean, that whole day, that day was a day that should have never happened in radio. You don't send your whack job morning crew out to fucking three house parties and tell them that we're bringing the music, you bring the alcohol, because they will, and they did. Fuck did we get hammered. Golly. The best, though, here, I, I'll, I'll do another story for you. Um, we love Thursdays. Thursday, like, if there was a holiday, Thanksgiving was one of our favorite times of year because that Wednesday before Thanksgiving was probably the drunkest night of the year because we didn't have to work for the next two days. Uh, every time you tell the story, I think it would make a great movie. The life of a, a 90s DJ. Oh, God. Oh, we used to, we, uh, so we used to always go to the same bar and club, the Rodeo Rock Cafe. Like, we were kings there. Like, when we were a country station, we knew that we had the most listeners, but the, the cable, that was the, the older country station, 
they got all the mentions, they got all the concerts, they got the ratings because they had been there forever. But we would people would be buying us drinks left and right all night. And they started doing a wet t-shirt competition. And they made sure the finals were always on the Thursday. We we talked to like the owner. We're like, make sure the finals are on the Thursday of of uh, of uh, Thanksgiving or the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. That way, we can host it. And they're like, oh yeah, we want you to host it. So we're like, yeah. I'll never forget this. This one girl showed up. We we did. We were able to do a couple Thursdays here and there. And this one girl always showed up to try to win. And she would, she didn't understand the definition of a wet t-shirt contest. See, the definition is this. We want to see your tits. That's what a wet t-shirt contest is, ladies. It's a show your tits and win. And if you're feeling froggy and it's, it's spring break time, the phrase bush to win might get chanted. But this in a country bar in Reno, Nevada, we want to see some nipple. And this one girl, and it, she, she was just nasty, just gross. We never, we never wanted her to win. So one, one time, this, this time, she was in the finals, right? And it's the night before Thanksgiving, and I'm fucking hammered. And she's, like, coming up and rubbing on me, like, am I going to win tonight? Well, I'm like, I don't know. We'll have to see. She's like, I wore something special. Okay. So she puts her white T-shirt on, and we can see what she's wearing underneath it. She's got one of these bikinis that look like hands. And the hands are covering up her tits. We can't see anything. Guess what? You didn't win, dummy. We used to make it a game of how we could make her not win. Yeah, she never won. That was funny. That was funny. Yeah, but I mean, look, look. That's that's the that's the key to a wet t-shirt contest is you got to see some boobs. If you don't show boobs, you ain't going to win. Oh, let's talk about some wonderful human beings here. Let's start with Kanye, shall we? <sighs> Kanye West, it, I don't even know why this guy is even remotely in the news anymore. Hey, Arnie, speaking of DJs, have you ever heard that spoof of Paul Harvey, so God made a D? Yes, I, I have heard that. I, I think it's, it's hysterical. The person that did it is fantastic. Kanye West showed up yesterday at a Paris Fashion Show week with a shirt that had on the back, White Lives Matter. Now, I guess he has these all over. And he's taking a picture with Candace Owens. Uh, right-wing ca- commentator Candace Owen also attended the event, posted a photo of herself and Kanye in matching shirts, except hers was white. She tweeted out a photo of herself and the rapper with well, the White Lives Matter on the front. Kanye just looks disheveled now. 
someone wrote, Strange Kanye would wear a White Lives Matter shirt at a show essentially begging for white industry approval in the fashion industry. There's no way to spin that shirt positively, even if it's a parody. It's begging for attention. Look, I've given up on this cause. This is one that I, I, I refuse to even have any kind of fucking want to have conversation with this. Kanye's doing this for one thing and one thing only, and that's being shocking and abrasive. It's all he's doing it for. He could care less. He's one of the most racist people out there. He plays the race card more than anybody. He's putting this out there to be a controversial dick. Because we know if you say the phrase, I mean, I mean, look, look, the Kings lost a broadcaster over it. Not a good one, but hey. Well, what was that? What's that clown's name? Grant Napier. Grant Napier got into a Twitter war with uh, DeMarcus Cousins, who said, hey, say Black Lives Matter. And he said, all lives matter. And he was fired from the Kings for saying that. This is dumb. You know, I hate Kanye's music, but all his insanity is making me really fall in love with him. I mean, he wears a White Lives Matter shirt now. Next week on a fucking dime, he could be dressed like the Afrocentric dude in CB4, be spitting out how he hates all white people, complete with Malcolm X horn rim glasses and a bow tie. Oh, I'd love to see him go that look. Go the Louis Farrakhan route? That'd be fantastic. You know, this is what I want to... I want to see how Kanye ends it. Because Kanye is going to be the only one who who really is going to be able to end his own legacy. I don't know if that means he ends up going to prison for just losing his mind. I'm not exactly sure. But, man, it it is going to be a joy to watch. Because I, I got to say, his music is, well, rotten, uh, borderline terrible, gross, sorry ass, weak shit, lyrics of a two-year-old. Is that good enough? Have I, have I offended the, the Kanye fans out there? See, I'm a fan of music. What Kanye puts out is, is crapola. I'm honestly surprised Kanye hasn't volunteered to fight in Ukraine on the side of Mongolia. <laughs> he had a good song. One of my faves is Runaway. Uh, you should play it, Arnie. You might like it. Yeah, it, no. No. Uh, uh, no we, we don't play Kanye on this show. Just no. Kanye West is, it, No. I'll play Kanye songs when he takes the pigmentation out of his skin. When he becomes a honky, that's when I'll play his music. Oh, good. The dogs are barking. The lawn people are here. Now, I got to tell you, this guy, if you didn't think Antonio Brown was a scumbag before, 
Let, let, let me just tell you how he has just decided to, hey, you know, I'm a scumbag before, but now I'm really going to fucking rub it in. The former Tampa Bay Buccaneer wide receiver, this is the same idiot who pulled his jersey off, threw it into the crowd, and walked off. This is the guy who's nuts. Ooh. I put money on Kanye going out like Mel Gibson style in a drunken anti-racer religion here rant. Ooh, I'd like to see that. That'd be okay. Um... He's seen in a video fully nude at a hotel pool, New York Post, uh, reported that the incident had taken place on May 14th and that the NFL free agent had been kicked out of the hotel. Brown wrote a crude tweet. Uh, I'm telling every team that needs some offense to pick up A.B. because he's shown that he still has the ability to expose a D. That's what he said. He took a naked picture of himself and, okay. Well, what he did recently has got to be the, I, 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 I think it's wrong what he did. He is, uh, he tweeted out a picture of Giselle rubbing up on him after one of the Super Bowls, or after the Super Bowl he won with Tom Brady in Tampa. And he just tweeted that out there. Like, she's going running off to him. And this is a guy that Tom Brady, and and I know that Tom Brady is not very liked on this show, but Tom Brady went out of his way to give this guy a home and give him kind of a, a sense of being in his time in Tampa because Antonio Brown had kind of started to go crazy, and now he's full-on gone off the deep end. And he, he's he's making the... The photo accusations that he and Giselle are doing a little bit of the old bump and grind. I got to say, man, that's a low blow to take that shot at Tom. And like I said, I know Tom Brady's not that liked here. But to take that low of a shot at him, that that's just crude. Yes, I, I, I played three of her songs. Uh, Loretta Lynn passed away today at the age of 90. Antonio Brown goes on to say, it's crazy to me that even after I retire, there's disinformation coming out about me. Ironically, during a time when the NFL is getting heat for allowing players to play when they're clearly concussed, they've been using black men as guinea pigs. I really don't like this guy. I really don't like him. I don't know if Antonio Brown and, and and Kanye West were to be driving in a car, I would only hope that they had offended the Queen Mum and, and they were in a bridge or they were in a tunnel in France. AB signed with Kanye. Uh, Ab posted photos of another player's girlfriend 
saying she needs to pay him or he'll release her nudes and the video of them having sex. He's a douche canoe. Oh, if those two were in a car together, I hope they collide with Ron Artest coming the other way. Oh, you know what? I hope the the person driving the car the other way is Mark Zuckerberg, and he's picked up Jeff Bezos. Speaking of the metaverse leader, Meta has permanently banned Pornhub from Instagram for (laughs) repeatedly violating their adult content. Oh, no. Meta has permanently banned the official Instagram for Pornhub. Really? uh, Man, that's the weirdest thing ever. I can't imagine that, that, that Pornhub would not stick to the, the oh-so-clear community standards. The porn site responded by branding the platform policies hypocritical and cites an image of Kim Kardashian exposing her butt on the app as an example. Mark Zuckerberg's company claims that the account has violated its policies for years. Well, they are Pornhub. I, I mean, they pretty much tell you what they, they are a hub for pornography. You're the dumb fucks that gave them a page. What did you think they were going to put up there? The McNeil Lair report? I, I, I mean, can we start using some of our brains? I mean, I mean, honestly, if you're so smart and you revolutionize the world by putting up these social platform pages and you don't realize that when a porn company wants to use it, they are going to put up dirty shit. Because that's what porn companies do. I don't think the leader of, of Pornhub, whoever the, that genius is, is crying today because his Instagram page is down. By the way, you doing this gives them so much more credibility. Uh Uh-oh, Bubba's having to defend the house from evil Nazis and vampires. Good boy, Bubba. Yeah, Bubba ain't doing shit. Bubba's just sitting on the couch. She's letting the other dogs bark. Well, uh, do you think we should let this uh, the, the porn hub, uh, do you think we should let them? Oh, absolutely, they can have a page, as long as they adhere to community standards. First picture up, nipples. Okay, yeah, that, that's not community standards, fellas. I mean, Seriously. What did you think they were going to do? Put up puppies? Here you go. Here's Monty the donkey. Oh, here's Monty the donkey, and he's banging Madison Ivy. Fred says, you mean to tell me that Pornhub doesn't post Bible quotes? Next, you're going to tell me that... Jammaster.com isn't cute, fluffy pets. No. 
Xhamster.com. I, I don't even want to know what that is. God damn it, Fred. Why are you doing this to me? I'm looking it up. Oh, it's an adult website. Ugh. All right, it's a porn site. Okay, thanks, Fred. Appreciate that. I thought it was going to be like, you know, fucking dead hamsters and shit. Whoa, and grinder isn't for sandwiches? <laughs> I know, right? We're going to go ahead and ban. Yeah, uh, We're going to take this uh, time out to note that we're banning uh, Pornhub from the metaverse now. X-Hamsters website memorials for dead hamsters. Oh, I thought it was going to be grotesque ways to kill hamsters. See, Pornhead has responded by posting an open letter on Twitter. They ain't going to listen. Well, it's like, it's so funny that these these sites, like Instagram and TikTok, there's really no way to contact them. So when they pull down your stuff, and if you want want to fight it because you don't think it's... Harmful in the ways they say it's harmful. You all you gotta do is click. You know I want to fight this, and either comes back yes, it, it it's clear for community standards or no, it's not, and no explanation of it. Believe me, I've had plenty of shit taken down. Speaking of Bible quotes, anyone else get the ads for the Daily Bible app I, <laughs> for their phone? Like what in my activity says needs God? I got one for a Bible game, like a Bible trivia game. Boy, I got to tell you what, man. You are a hard-up motherfucker for video games if you're playing Bible trivia. Bible trivia wasn't fun even when we were going to church. If you ain't never played Bible trivia before, uh, a go-to answer usually is Jesus. Especially if they're going New Testament. If they go New Testament, answer everything Jesus, you'll be fine. Met employees. Well, we'd like to add heroines are us to our website as long as you can follow our standards. Oh, wait. Yeah. This is what I love. I love, like, like when people ask me, what do you talk about on the show? And I try to tell them that I'm like an old-school morning show. I talk about the, the events of the day, and I put my spin on it and, and the spins on these things. And then I just talk about just the world and how fucked up our world is. I mean, it is truly fascinating to look at our world right now and go, what the fuck did we do? What did we do? I mean, we're we're having 
Look, we, we can debate all day long on abortions and things like that. But literally to have that story for the last two days was tough for me because I can't believe that anyone would ever go the route of getting a mobile abortion. Does Naked News send out tweets? I don't think so. No, I don't get Bible stuff. Just get nonstop Dr. Oz cult stuff and people trying to buy my house. But, I mean, you look at it, and then you look at these people, these these ne'er-do-wells, if you will, and I know that's putting them down by calling them a name, but you get these... The big-time God punchers. Now, I ain't got a problem with God. I ain't got a problem with people going out and worshiping God. I have no problem with any of that whatsoever. You want to do that in your free time, you go right ahead. Leave me out, though. Like, I don't get a lot of them now. Just because the rug's been pulled so far back on that industry as a whole that you can hope and root for some guys. Like, look, look. I love I love Pastor Locke. I think Pastor Locke's fantastic. You don't think he's making money on the side, though, of that church? Of course he is. What these guys do, they make money. The, the, these these quote-unquote men of God. Well, how can you be a man of God and, and beg for an airplane? How do, you, how do you beg for a new house? You're a man of God. And those people that are going to that church, they can't afford a fucking next meal, but you want them to put in the collection plate so you can get a bigger Gulfstream air, airplane. See, I have a big problem with that. And here we are, we're, we're relying on these charlatans to show us the way. Yeah, a lot of people will say, oh, we need God to show us the way. Who's going to show us the way? These guys? The Joel Epsteins of the world? The Kenneth Copelands of the world? The, the uh, oh, what's it? Oh, oh, God, I can't think of his name now. The guy who, the Benny Hens of the world. Benny Hens is one of my all-time favorite faith healers. They're going to show us the way. I don't even think they've read the book in a while. I don't mean to get on a, a, a political rant here, or political or even philosophical or religious rant here, but, you know, these people, oh, we need God. No, we're, well, the people that are showing God off aren't doing a good job of it. So y'all might need some new people to get, you know, the message of God out. Just saying. I'd like to see a preacher come out and say, yes, I've made a lot of money from God. Yes, I speak the word of God, and I get paid really, really well for it. Do you want me to do it, or do you want somebody who's not very good at doing it, doing it? I, th- I think if you get a, you get a, a, a clean-shaven religious man like that to come out there, sure, we're going to poke through him. We're going to find out his, his sins, but at least he's being honest. 
Christian preachers complain that the Pope has fancy clothes and protects pedophile priests. Also, Christian preachers wear $10,000 wristwatches, $2,000 suits, live in mansions, and fuck underage cheerleaders behind the scenes. Yeah, they're men of God. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm going to let Tammy Faye Baker lead my way. What's my watch? I ain't worth a, a watch. That that guy is the best. Oh, the guy who the guy in Kansas City who uh, Mavados. They got Mavados at Sam's Club. I'm not even worth a Mavado from Sam's Club. And then he apologized for it. I want the Ric Flair of faith. The Ric Flair that that would be Benny Hinn. Benny Hinn, if you've never look look look, Benny Hinn is magic. He will take his jacket coat off and and wave it at the crowd, and half the crowd falls down. If you've never seen Benny Hinn heal a room full of sick people, that is a Saturday night worth fucking watching. Oh, I could watch I could watch Faith Healers all day long. Oh, Faith Healers are the best. I can at least trust she's had enough plastic surgery to prevent her eyes from closing, so at least she's leading the way with her eyes wide open. Has anyone else but me heard the Ric Flair penis bill commercial? I've, I've, I've seen it. Yes, it, it, look, Ric Flair is peddling weed now. He's peddling chicken wings. He's peddling shit car insurance. And he's peddling boner pills. Woo! Ric Flair has hit the mother load of shitty endorsement deals. Watching faith healers wave their hands and knock people back like Jedi using the Force is laughable spectacle, and I love it. Oh, it, 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 it's magic. I knew what got me. It was when I was young. I was watching because my grandma used to watch Oral Roberts. She loved Oral Roberts. She'd send Oral Roberts fucking parts of her check all the time. And Oral Roberts had a son named Richard Roberts. Richard wasn't quite as put together as dad. Dad, dad was a shyster from a long time ago. A lot of, lot of tent revivals. Richard was, you know, he was, he was learning his ways. And I'll never, ever forget. Uh, we were watching it, watching it at my grandmother's house. And I just started laughing. She got mad at me for laughing. Um, but I started laughing when Richard Roberts looked at TV and said, friend, I feel you out there. Right now, I'm sensing that someone out there has back pain. <laughs> I mean, I, and, I mean, he was so fucking genuine with it. Oh, brother, I know what it's like going up and down those ladders at work every single day. Your back is killing you, and you're tired of taking the pills. You're tired of it. Well, brother, just put your hand on this screen with mine, and I will pray with you. And we will take that demon out of your back. Hallelujah. Brother, did you feel it leave? Well, you will feel it leave when you send us a check. When Richard Roberts pulled that out, I was like, dude, this guy is awesome. I wonder if anyone else spotted that 900-foot Jesus out the window of a car like Oral did. 
take this pill and ride Space Mountain all night long. Have you heard of the faith healer preacher from South Africa that says he farts out the Holy Spirit? People line up to have him fart on their face. I've heard stories of that. I want to be at one of those Benny Hinn vaudeville reviews when everyone around me is flying back. I run towards the stage gibbering like a soundbite of animal attacks. Oh, I'd love to do that, man. To go on a tour, to go on like a tour and see Benny Hinn. I'd go see I'd go see Pastor Locke because Pastor Locke he, he he ain't a faith healer, but I'll go see him because he puts on a hell of a show. But if I go on this tour, I have to get at least one snake handling church in. I ain't gonna touch the damn snakes. But since Daddy didn't take me to a damn snake snake handling church when I was a kid, and he could have. Those people are the best. Though, let me just tell you real quick. When they say if the snake bites you and you die, you did not have enough religion in your body. Boy, that is the biggest get-out-of-jail-free card I've ever heard. I was at the convenience store the other day, and guy in front of me steps up to the counter and asks for something in a whisper. Clerk had no time for his game. She looked at him square in the eye and said, What? he repeated, and she said, no, in a loud voice. Motherfucker, you can't ask me like a grown-up for your dick pills. You don't get them. I ain't got time for your games. <laughs> if you're going to have fun, come along with me. Hey, good looking. Um, no, if you want to have fun, next time you're at a grocery store and you're in line and you're in the, you know, the, the magazine area up there by the checkout, if you see any any uh, like National Enquirers or the Suns and they've got Jesus on them, just in in just a, a, a an authoritative voice, just go, Jesus Christ, just say it like that. People will look at you and then you just point to the magazine. Adios, Ogre. Have a great uh, Tears Day Tuesday. A mom and daughter kicked off a flight for yelling at passengers to give up their seats. Oh, the video's losing. Okay. Video shared from TikTok shows a mom and her daughter allegedly getting kicked off a flight after they yelled at fellow passengers. Well... Thank God I have a TikTok video. Let's see if I can find this faster. Um, mother. Kicked off plane. Is this one it? No, that's not it. Is this it? I think. Oh, that ain't it. Are there no good videos?
Ooh, they were in Sacramento. Still don't have it. Dang it. Oh, whatever. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know, I need one of the magazines to carry around with me because this old gal's guilty of public Jesus Christ a time or two. Hundred. Uh, take care of tunnel time. All right. Uh, so this happened outside of SAC. Uh, boarding a flight and shouting their demands as there were no extra seats left. TikTok cash in the video. They thought that everyone should move so they could have an aisle seat. No. No, honey, you got to get on in. I'm not going to move over for you. Oh, no, no, no. See, that, that's the one thing that you don't ask me. That is the one thing that I will make a stink about. Oh, if you ask me to move because you're late to an event, oh, fuck you right in the ear. Prime example. Uh, I'll probably go in the movies in the next few weeks. Got to see the new Halloween movie. Now, this time it ends, right? This, this fucking Halloween movie better end this time. It was supposed to end last time, and it didn't fucking end. Almost got in a fight with the people there. This is one of my favorite things. When you get to the movies... And you remember, we used to always go to the movies, people. Now people don't go to the movies much. But you get one of them Friday or Saturday night movies, and it was one that you were real excited to see, and you knew it was going to be real, real busy. So you got your tickets early. Hell, that's all you can do now is buy tickets online and pick out your seats, which has slowed the process down way too much. Fuck. But you pick out your seats now. Oh, I got to pick out anything. By the way, could you be slower doing that? Even the fucking people that are buying goddamn lottery tickets are faster than you. Boy, there is nothing. I've been wanting to go off on this topic for a while now, and and you're going to get it. The idea is that movie theaters have made it uh, so much more convenient for us to pick out our seats now. Not when you have JoJo the retard in front of you. Duh, I want a big this seat. And then sit over here. No, we have to sit together, so you have to cancel that order. Oh, the idea of allowing children to pick their own seats? No. Uh-uh. So this is what the movie theater should do. Look here, I, I'm, I'm helping y'all out. If the people say they don't want to pick their seats, that's fine. You just give them the first two that are available together. Because in a way, I like it, but in, there's, there's another way that I don't like it. See, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I get to movies early. This happened for me having to review movies and have to get there early. That way I get let in. 
But I used to always look for an area where no one would sit by me. And sure enough, no matter what, the law of averages happened. Somebody would sit, like, right in front of me. First person in the theater. Entire theaters. It's like the guy who fucking uses the John right next to yours, even though there's a whole row of urinals. But do not ever ask me at a movie. Hey, could you move down a couple seats so we can fit in here? Hey, 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 hey there, sport. How about if you show up on time? How about that? That way I won't be accosted for getting the seats that I got here early to get because I have to make up for you and now be uncomfortable. Man, that's awesome. That just makes my day. Thank you so much for asking. No, I will not be moving. Oh, I I will not move in movie theaters. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, hey, could you scoot down a couple? No, I, 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 there's no scooting going on here. Well, we, we just want to sit with our friends. Why didn't you show up when your friends showed up? See, you're not allowed to ask those questions because then you become the bad guy. But as everybody knows... You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers. Mm-hmm. I say, that's the bad guy. Yeah, because I won't move. Last time I went to the movies, I got the ticket, walked in, picked a seat. By the last time, I meant 1998. Is it not like that? No. No, you, you, you get to choose your tickets beforehand. And it's mind-numbingly stupid and easy. And that's why people lose their fucking minds when they go to the theaters. I haven't been to a movie since 1998? Good God. I haven't been to a movie in a while, though. Not since 1998. I mean, probably like four months. But yeah, you pre-pick your seats now. And, oh, it's fucking. Oh, it's terrible. And and on planes now that you got to pay extra for aisle or window seats, and you come up to me and say, "Hey, can you? Do you mind sitting in the middle? Because I want to sit next to my friend here." Nope. Nope, sorry. You got five hundred dollars. You got five hundred dollars. I'll, I'll I'll move to the middle seat. You give me five hundred dollars cash right now. Mm-hmm. A woman catches boyfriend cheating by listening to Alexa speaker recordings. Oh, she reveals how she caught her unfaithful partner in the act of cheating thanks to recordings found on Amazon speaker. A function she had no idea existed until she started doing some digging. Uh, Many of us have smart speakers in our home thanks to handy voice control features. While Amazon's voice assistant, Alexa, the whore may have become a staple in your household. Few people know that these smart devices record sounds across your home, leaving key evidence for people like Jessica, who came across more than she bargained for when checking the recordings. The woman took to TikTok to unveil how she found out her ex-partner was seeing another woman as she shared clips from a recording stored on her other Amazon Alexa account. Well, that's not good. 
Her video details a screen recording of her Alexa account where individual clips can be played on the sounds that the device has picked up. I had to help another partner who had a hunch their lover might be having an affair. The app shows numerous recordings under the voice history section. In the first one, Jessica shares a woman is heard saying, Alexis, uh, Alexa, what do you do then? Play Power Trip by Miguel. So that fucking bitch Alexa is telling you dudes out there. You better go home. If you didn't know this, you better go home and unplug that damn Alexa. No, I've only been twice. First time a river runs through it. Good movie. Second time how the Grinch stole Christmas. Okay. It's just not my steez. All right. All right. I, I, I love I love going to movies, but I haven't been shit out lately. I mean, this weekend, we got the reviews of uh, Pinocchio and uh, the other one. Fuck, what was the other one? I'm, I'm looking to see what's out right now. Amsterdam? Who wants to see that? Mother Teresa? Nope. Bros? Nope. The Good House? Nope. The Greatest Beer Run Ever? Nope. Smile? Nope. Vikram Veda? Nope. Avatar re-release? Nope. Don't Worry Darling? Nope. See How They Run? Nope. Woman King? Nope. Bullet Train is still in? Jesus. That was a good Brad Pitt movie. Hocus Pocus, that was it. There you go. All right, so they got that for you. And our final story of the day. Boy, this this guy's got to be the man of the year here. Oh, oh, and it just so happens to be no. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Yep. Yep, and it, it, it all stems from Brandon Leoner. Oh, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. Oh, let's go, Brandon. He was arrested on September 27th for attempting to kidnap his own child from his girlfriend's home in Palm Coast, Florida. Here's the video now as we see it. And what I shared with you, the following contains images that viewers might find upsetting. Show me your hands, dude. Put the baby down. That's right. Put the kid down. That's right. Put the kid down. He's outside a drive-thru, and he's using the baby as a human shield. Give us the air. Put the kid down, dude. Put the kid down. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we got a dog. We got a dog. We got a taser. Oh, there's the taser. Oh, yeah. Oh, the dog's got... Roger, 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 roger. 
Oh, that dog fucking pollywopped him. That made him crawl under the truck. You better get on the ground, dude. They're going to let that damn dog go again. I have a tango deployment. We're fighting with right now. I have the kid. Oh, dog got him again. Ooh, Racha! That kid's not going to like dogs anymore after he sees what that dog does to his daddy. Take this. Here, take this. He handed off the kid. You can see blood all over his feet from where the damn dog got him. They keep jogging. God damn, they keep fucking jogging him. Do it again. Let the dog get him. Oh, man. How do you use a baby as a human shield? What a piece of trash. So, uh, the sheriff's office responded to a call describing how he took the child while armed with a handgun and drove away. Shut up. Short time later, deputies located him driving recklessly, speeding into oncoming traffic and through medians. He eventually pulled into a McDonald's parking lot, jumped out of the car with the one-year-old in his hands. Boy, that canine was ready to go. That that canine was going to eat both that man and that kid. Put down the baby, sir. Put down the baby. That That's something you don't want to get yelled at by police. Oh, you are going to be so ass-fucked in jail. You used a baby as a human shield. Oh, Pam. Pam's crying for the baby. Kids from Florida, Pam. That kid's already fucking lived more life than we've ever fucking been through. He was used as a human shield. Can you say that you've ever been used as a human shield? By the way, he is currently waiting trial without bail. He was taken to the hospital to be, you know, sewn up after Fido got a hold of him. I'm just telling you right now, fucking just let the dogs go. Don't even warn them anymore. Don't even, you know what, don't take the damn... Don't take the, 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 the taser out of the fucking holster anymore. You got a dog on the scene, just let the dog do it. That dog will rot you the shit out of him. All right, that does it for the show today. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Uh, until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Why? Because you're in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic, awesome uh, Tuesday, tomorrow's hump day, look at that. And until then, adios everybody.
gasoline that lasts a fire that burns a bridge. Ice creates a water that's no longer running under it. Stool holds a fool that pulls a whiskey on his broken heart. Cigarettes create the smoke that hides the lonesome in his eyes. The jukebox plays Hank, I'm so lonesome I could cry. Dance floor holds the folks trying to forget who they are. And that's what happens in every little honky tonk. It's a given I'll be ill I'll be in living We'll dance on the bar Till we're sleeping And off in the car Monday morning It's a given I'll be D-R-A-G-N Dragging And that's what happens In every little honky-tonk Hypnotized waitress, short skirt gets hit on by every guy coming and going, always rolling with the flow. Bartender pour drinks, cold to go to a shot. You think you're tall and bulletproof until somebody says you're not. You step outside thinking you're gonna show them you are. That's what happens in every little honky-tonk bar Friday night, it's a given We'll be in life, and living We'll dance on the bar till we're sleeping it off in the car Monday morning, it's a given We'll be D-R-A-G-N Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.